Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Cup of Nurses podcast. Thank you for your time. Thank you so much for tuning in. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about why hospitals don't disclose their costs or, or prices. There was a law recently passed that was meant to make costs a little bit more transparent. This law was passed, I want to say in 2021, so about two years ago with the intent of making prices more transparent just so people have an idea of what they can expect their, their bill to be. And some hospitals have already jumped on that train and have already made the disclosure of their costs and prices a little bit easier. So I'm going to dive into a little bit of that. And I'm also going to brainstorm on why these costs are so variable. It depends on the person, depends on insurance. There's a lot of variety a lot of variables in play when it co- when it comes to pricing in the hospital and costs of medical treatment, medical equipment, all that kind of stuff. But before I start the show, quick shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to Liquid IV. Guys, if you're working out, if you're going to the sauna, if you're going to the beach, if you're doing any kind of athletic athletics, any kind of weightlifting, anything that's requiring you to move, get that heart rate up, I highly recommend drinking liquid IV. It has all the electrolytes that we need, has sodium, potassium, it has everything you need to stay hydrated. Because we all know water is good, but sometimes you could go hypervolemic if you don't have enough of those electrolytes. Use code CONPOD at checkout for a little bit of a discount. Also, shout out to BetterHelp. It's never too early, never too late to get a therapy session in. Your mental health really matters. Make sure to use Cup of Nurses at checkout or visit betterhelp.com slash Nurses for a little bit of a discount. Also, don't forget to visit coupleofnurses.com for all of our episode releases, all of our show notes. And we also have some amazing nursing resources on that site for you, for nursing students, for nurses, someone to refresh your mind a little bit, refresh your skills. We have ABG interpretations, cardiovascular system cheat sheets, any kind of nursing knowledgeable stuff is on there. And one more thing, guys, visit coupleofnurses.com that shop for all of our latest merch releases we have some cool unit t-shirts we have this coffee scrubs rubber glove t-shirt on there as well lots of cool nursing gear out there thanks so much hey everyone we've been using furnish finder for the last five years when it comes to travel nursing assignments or long-term vacations furnish finder is a place to go one of the most trustful aspects about travel nursing is finding housing there aren't a lot of sites that offer furnished homes for short-term leasing. Furnish Finder has thousands of furnished properties nationwide to meet your every need. If you're looking for a one-bedroom studio to a three-bedroom family home, Furnished Finder has you covered. Travel with a peace of mind with Furnished Finder. Start your search at FurnishedFinder.com. So with this episode, I wanted to start off with the hospital price transparency law. This law was passed in January 2021, and there are some rules and regulations that were created to make the cost of medical treatment, the cost of hospitals, a little bit more transparent to the average consumer because we know there's a lot of variables that come into play when you go to the hospital and you get your medical bill. Everyone's bill is always different. There isn't really a set standard for things, even though there is a set outline for procedures, a set outline of what's done with each intervention. 
each patient is different. So everyone that walks into the door, they might need a similar treatment or some similar surgery, but there's going to be a little bit of variable variation in, in that procedure, in that treatment. For example, just like at your mechanic, you have multiple models, you have multiple makes, and even though you might have to change the brakes on, let's just say a Toyota Camry, and you might have to change the brakes on a Jeep Wrangler, even though it's the same idea, you gotta change the brakes, these brakes require different pads, they're different, require different rotors, require different amounts of time for that to be done. So there is a lot of variability when it comes to mechanics, when it comes to cars, same way when it comes to people. But in the mechanic world, you have a set database on what part is gonna cost you, how much, how much time it's going to take, and they have it charted, they have it in a system that gives you the price right away versus healthcare where there really is no upfront cost for anything. They can't even really give you a ballpark idea. So I was thinking, is there any way that maybe we could take the model of, of automobiles, of mechanics, and maybe transfer it over to, to the, the, the human population? Because cars and vehicles, they're very structured, but they're very well follow through and they're very well documented because you, you drive this car so the ins and outs has to be known to almost every single shop. So why can't we also do that with humans where we could almost gauge how much things are going to cost us because when I looked up for example how much a, a bypass costs so the average cost for a bypass is anywhere from $30,000 to $200,000. That is a very wide margin there's a really big price discrepancy and i understand that yeah one might be an emergent bypass one might be more of an elective bypass so that's where they that price differential is in emergent versus versus elected but why is there such a giant discrepancy between 30,000 and 200,000 so depending on where you go you might be charged two or three four or five times more than than somebody else right so I, I found that really interesting so I decided to dig dig a little bit deeper on that and I read into a post um, I ran into on Google saying that recently there was a law passed on on hospital price transparency of course not every hospital abides by it I did look at a few hospitals that I have worked at while traveling racing and I also have looked at a few hospitals that are around me here in Chicago and nine out of 10 of those hospitals, they had a, a database of, you can put in your information and you can get a general idea of how much you, you have to pay. Some of those, those sites, some of those hospitals had you call a phone number and provide your information details and what you're looking for. And other hometowns, they just had a database where you put in your first name, last name information, and you put in your insurance information and you're able to click on how much a a car diversion will cost you, how much a colonoscopy will cost you just based off your insurance. So you already know upfront on how much it's going to cost you before you decide to go in, in that direction. So it's almost like you're able to shop for things. So, so when it comes to healthcare, it's a lot like, it's not like money. People are a little hush hush about money. Same with, with their medical problems, medical treatment, they're always hush hush. And now you have this combination of both money and medicine where both sides are hush hush and that's why the costs 
have never really been disclosed or talked about because it's something that people just don't want to talk about. It's two of the things that people want to talk about the least is their money and their their health problems and their health care. Nobody ever wants to talk about those things because it's it's personal, it's private, and you got those here in hospitals where you got you got both of the hush hushes. You got the money and the healthcare related and nobody wants to talk about anything. So that's why hospitals are able to keep these prices and these costs not disclosed because nobody really wants to talk about them. You don't hear people talking about, hey, how much did your stent cost you? Hey, how much did your ER visit cost you? Maybe we're hearing that a little bit more now about the ER visits or the doctor's visits because we're post the widespread infection. So people have been talking about a little bit more over the years. And it's kind of here to stay as a new norm because I had a bunch of people ask me how much I pay for like an ER visit, how much I pay for a specialist, so on and so forth. Because people are trying to get better deals because we're becoming a little bit more more conscious in that sense versus with my parents and stuff like that. They never really cared about or, or talked about how much it's going to cost them. They just went there, got it done, and then they dealt with the bills. But we're becoming a little bit more we're conscious about our hospital costs, which is good because we should be. Because if you're not talking about it, someone's probably taking advantage of it. And not gonna lie, hospitals have definitely taken advantage of consumer spending and healthcare costs because it was never really talked about. It was always talked about in closed doors. It was always talked about between the CEOs. It was never really patient, patient talking about it, right? Like when you go to the mechanic, you always get like a second or third or fourth opinion. Who's gonna give you the be- the best cost? That's what you're going to go with. Here in healthcare, your second, third, fourth opinion aren't really so much focused on a cost. They're just so focused more on what the next steps are. But now we're entering this, I'm going to say, societal pivot where people are going to be asking about a second, third, fourth opinion about what they should do, but also the cost of that, which makes healthcare a little bit more of an open circle and not so much hush-hush We'll discuss it behind closed doors. So with the hospital price transparency law, there's three things that really go into it. The first one is a comprehensive machine readable file, which is basically a database or a data sheet of the prices of how much the hospital is going to charge you. It has to be fairly simple to read by a machine and also by humans. So transactions are a little bit smoother and the person actually knows what they're what they're going to pay for it with their insurance or if they don't have insurance, how much it's going to cost them without insurance, so on and, and so forth. The second one was a display of shoppable services. So a clear display of shoppable services means that shoppable services are things that are elective, like an x-ray, lab test, simple procedure. Some of the more common stuff that people get more routinely, hospitals are required to disclose those costs as well. Things that they could maybe maybe do ahead of time, not necessarily in the hospital, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily where they have to, you know, they're feeling sick, they go to the the ED, get some blood drawn, and then they go home and they figure out some of that they can maybe schedule ahead of time. Maybe you're coming in for some kind of bag problems and the hospital wants to draw your blood do scans, all that kind of stuff, but it's not emergent. They want the hospitals to be able to display the cost for these things. So maybe if you're aiming to go to the doctor tomorrow or go to the ED, maybe you're going to hold off on it for a day because it's not so urgent and you're going to get those tests before then having to go to the hospital. 
and then them doing the test where it's always a surcharge, where it's always priced in and, and higher. A lab draw in hospital is always going to cost you a lot more than a lab draw if you just go to like a mini clinic or if you just go to any of the outside clinics when it's more elective, not in-house. The in-house stuff is always going to run you two, three, four, five times more than it would do at like a clinic because hospital wants to maximize on each service that it provides. So it's going to charge you a lot of money for the simple services because it's a big system. So we want to always get the value out of it. It's just as good of a lab draw if you do it at a hospital or a clinic. It's the same lab draw, same thing, but hospital's always going to charge you the most out of that. And the third thing on here is penalties if you don't abide by this transparency law. So I also looked at the penalties, and the penalties are, for example, if you have a hospital with 30 or fewer beds, you're going to be charged about $300 if you fail to display your cost or the prices or this information that this law requires every single day. If your hospital has 31 to 550 beds, you can have a maximum charge of $10 per day. So you could end up paying, if you have 550 beds, you could end up paying $5,500 per day that hospitals are going to pay. If you're a hospital, if you're a huge hospital that has more than 550 beds, well, you're capped at that $5,550. Dollars, So hopefully this makes these hospitals step their game up a little bit and be able to provide a little bit more transparency than they have over the years because medicine is never talked about. Healthcare costs are never talked about. It's always, like I said in the beginning, it's always hush hush and this has to be changed because you should be able to shop around. You shop around for every single thing. Every single thing has a price on it and you would decide if you want to do it based on a price. Can this have like a double-edged sword where people might want to not have surgery because of the price? They might. They might. It's definitely a factor, but it's also going to be able to have this person shop around for a better price on the surgery, which is nice because this might actually decrease costs. There's going to be a little more competition because if you have two hospitals in a similar location and this hospital is charging 100k for procedure while this hospital change and charging 80k for a procedure well person charging 80k is probably going to have more people come to the hospital because you're saving twenty thousand dollars per surgery in a sense the hospital is making 20k less per surgery but they can maybe make it up in a volume because you're going to have more people push towards there and then a hospital charging 100k maybe they'll drop their price to 75 or even 80 matches so on and so forth where there's going to be more competition so when there's competition there's always going to be a competition over the price and usually the competitor that does either the best job or has the lowest price usually succeeds. And if you could have the best job with the lowest price, that's your way to success in, in a competitive market like this. So then let's take a look at why it's, it's a little bit hard for hospitals to disclose these costs or give you an upfront cost. The first giant thing is insurance. There isn't one insurance company in the US, we shop around for insurance. Everyone, it seems like has a different insurance provider. And if they do have a different insurance provider, then they at least have a different plan. So you have different insurance providers with different plans. People can be on the same type of, type of insurance, but they can have a different, different plan. And there's so much plans where each patient is a different negotiation in, in, in a sense. So each patient is going to have a different cost associated to 
their treatment. Everybody comes in with a different plan. Everybody is a different charge, which is why it's so chaotic because they might have an idea of how much this surgery can cost the hospital, but just because the surgery costs X amount of money, they have a contract with the insurance provider of how much they're going to be charged for that procedure. Let's just say a procedure costs 50K, but they have a contract with Blue Cross Blue Shield that, okay, it costs us 50K, but we're going to charge the insurance 80K. And then we're going to charge the patient this much based on their plan. And these negotiations are done on closed doors so nobody knows, nobody discloses their pricing. You cannot find an accurate number of what a hospital charges themselves to do a procedure because it's done behind closed doors. People do not want this to be known. If the CEO of the hospital does not want this to be known because there is an overcharge because the hospital has to make money. So even though this is a nonprofit hospital, if a procedure costs you $50,000, they're probably charging insurance like 80K, 90K, 100K, depending on what they could squeeze out of them. And they don't want the public knowing, hey, this procedure technically costs us 50K, but we're overcharging you by 40K. Our price is going up 100% because we could get that out of the consumer. That's why it's so hard to figure out and keep things fairly transparent when it comes to these, these kind of things because the big chunk of the negotiations are handled at closed doors around a round table that nobody besides people in that room know. And they don't want to talk about it because it's very private because they are making money. And people are going to get really, really upset if they find out that, hey, hospitals are charging insurance companies 100% because I think about it. If the hospital is charging the insurance 40K more for, for a procedure, that insurance has to give that the 90K, but who is paying for that 40K, right? The people are, we're, we're paying for that, for that money. We're paying for the hospital profit, but then again, the insurance also has to have a profit, right? So we're also paying for the profit for the insurance. So a procedure might cost 50K, the hospital might get paid 90K for it, but as an insurance company, you might charge 120K for it. So on top of that, the insurance is making 30K. So the hospital is making 40K, the insurance is making 30K, and who's paying those people? We are, the people that are that are insured, the, the, the consumers, because we're the, you could say the bottom of the waterfall, we're where the money comes from. Without us, there is no money, so they're going to charge us as much as they can because the insurance has to meet its quarterly revenues, has to upcharge, the hospital has to upcharge as well to stay standing to make the quarter next quarter revenues and be a successful business. It's also a very competitive in the sense of the hospitals want to have as much patience as possible. So there has to also be a negotiation that goes on between what hospitals are going to accept what insurance. And there's a lot more hospitals than there is technically insurance providers. So the hospitals want to fight for as much patience as they can and the insurance has to come to agree with the hospital to then allow their insured people to come to the hospital. So that's a really big negotiation as well on how can the hospital be able to 
jump on the insurance's terms so that the insurance is going to approve this hospital, which then gives the hospital patients. So it's like a fine balance of how much can the hospitals charge to then satisfy the insurance. So then the insurance agrees with the hospital and then sends them patients because the hospital has to make money off the procedure, but it also needs patients. And for both those to happen, they need the insurance approval because if this insurance does not want to go to this hospital, well, then the hospital is going to have to find patients somewhere else. They're going to have to go to a different insurance provider. So there's a competition between the insurances to see what hospital they want to join. And there's a competition with hospitals on what insurance they want to take on. So that just makes things even more, more competitive. It makes things even more complicated because without hospitals, insurance is pointless. Without insurance, hospitals don't have money and don't have patients. Hospitals also do get the Medicare, Medicaid kind of stuff, the government provided finances, but you can't just have a hospital that is going to take government money. They're going to be very limited. They need some kind of other private healthcare sector insurance providers to be able to also join that, that hospital. Another reason why hospital costs are regularly disclosed is because there is not a lot of consumer pressure. We are the consumers, and like I mentioned before, is we like to keep the talks about our money quiet, and we like to keep the talks about our health quiet. We don't want to talk about it. So there really is no pressure from the people to have these hospitals actually disclose these costs because, because trust me, if the people put their foot down and said, hey, we want you hospitals to give us a piece of paper that says, hey, this is what we think you should do. This is what we recommend for a treatment. This is how much it's going to cost you. I guarantee you if we, the people, said that we want that with our visit or within the first 24 hours of our visit, I guarantee you hospitals will step up and they will do that for us. It might increase the costs of the administrative stuff. It might increase the, the costs a little bit for the consumer because if you want this done, it has to be created, right? It's not going to come out of thin air. We're going to need to pay for it. But this is going to be pennies on the dollar versus what they're overcharging us now, you could say. Because now when you have like a catalog of, hey, this is what we think we have to do. This is how much it's going to cost you, so on and so forth then you're going to be able to argue a little bit for the price. Price, you're going to be able to haggle a little bit for the price. You're going to look at that and be like, okay, well, how about we do this, this, and this, and next time you could do this, this, and this. Maybe I'll come in for elective procedure after you discharge me to do this, and it's going to run your cost a little bit lower. So if they're able to provide you some kind of a document, some kind of a list of what they recommend and what kind of a price it's going to be attributed to each procedure, you're going to have more haggle room. You're going, you're going to be able to facilitate discussion and pricing is not going to be any more between insurance and hospital. It's going to be literally the person to the physician or position to the, the hospital. You're going to have more say on what you want done and how much it should cost you, how much you're willing to pay. Because right now, the person is not in a speaking table of how much things should cost. It's only the insurance and the hospitals. And if you give the consumer, us, the people, some kind of paper that says this is, this is what it's going to cost you, how much you charge, then we are taking some control of 
what we want done and how much we should be charged because now you not only have to satisfy the insurance company, now we have to satisfy the hospital, you now have to satisfy the actual patient and the patient's family on how much you're going to charge. This gives us a little bit of a seat in this round table of, of healthcare costs decisions, but there really isn't any consumer pressure on this. So if they're not going to be pressured, if they're not going to move from a status quo because they know that if we want something like, like this, they have to provide it for us because we could go to a different hospital that is going to provide it. And once you stir that pot and one hospital jumps on board, every other hospital is going to have to jump on board and they know how much a, of a big chunk of money they could, they could lose if they disclose more of their, their pricing or even their pricing models. The last one, why it's difficult for hospitals to give us a accurate price on procedures is because no one is sure what that procedure is going to cost until it's actually done because everybody's different. Sometimes you might use more stitches, you might use less stitches, you might require more nurses, the post-op care might be different, the pre-op care might be different, more surgeon might be in the room, it might have been a little bit more difficult surgery because you really don't know what you're what you're going into until you open somebody up technically because you might do the scans, but when you actually go in there, you might see a whole different picture. This simple, simple procedure might turn into a little bit more of an extensive procedure. So this is one of the, you could say, bigger reasons, more talked about reasons why hospitals can't really provide very accurate pricing because everybody is a variable. Very, everybody is a variable, everyone's health is a variable, and someone might look like an easy procedure walking in, and you never know. And plus, when it's an emergent thing, you gotta have all hands on deck right away. So that's going to increase cost versus a, an elective thing where they can plan for it. Emergency things are always gonna cost you more because we need, we need it done now, and the only way we can get it done now is if we pay for it. Like, for example, food. You could either order Uber Eats and it's going to get delivered to you now, or you could drive around, get a restaurant, sit down, and then you could eat. You're paying Uber Eats to get you that food now, so it's always going to charge you more than if you decide to go to a restaurant and sit down and, and eat. It's always going to have that that quick factor, that now factor, and the now factor is always going to going to uh, cost you you more. All right, y'all. That is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any ideas on why hospital pricing is such a discreet and quiet thing, please let me know if you have any ideas on how we can maybe bring this down. If you have run into the, the law a little bit more than I have, please let me know. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thanks so much for your time. Have an amazing weekend, guys. Goodbye.